0: Hey Tammy. What's up, Caitlin? How's it going? Oh, it's going. Girl, we're back for season three. Season three. Yeah, knew, who knew? Yeah. But since we're starting
1: in October, we thought it would be fun to kind of talk about some spookier cases. Um, and I'm going to kick it off um, with with one of, of like, we're going to go back like 200 years.
0: 200, 200 years?
1: 200 years um, to America's first female serial Ooh. killer. But yes, 200 years ago. So um, her name is Lavinia Fisher, and I was curious because, you know, they claim she's the first one, although there's there's things that rival it, um, how many women are statistically serial killers versus men and uh, in the United States? So only 8.6% of known U.S. serial killers are female, according to... The serial st- serial killer statistics compiled by the University of Michigan.
0: Wouldn't you have loved to be a part of that study? Like, how oh fun gosh. would that be put oh. together? Seriously. Because I wonder. So serial killer women, to me, are more that I've. It's very rare. There have been uh, women in, that have ch- killed children, but
1: oh yeah, typically
0: yeah, yeah. you see them more with the men, like they're killing other men or For other emotional women. Right. right, yeah, emotional right. reasons. So
1: one of the reasons i guess they said about 70% of the reason like the motive behind female serial killers is financial gain so, i believe it i believe it we got we got bills to pay <laughs> <laughs> which i did find a little bit interesting cuz typically i feel like when women kill it's more emotionally motivated but i guess you know if it's serial killers there's like more motives it's not as much emotional for them as it Logistics is financial gain. we need yeah, yeah gotta find your money
0: gotta give me my money honey oh we could just get a job but
1: that'd
0: be <laughs> that know. is their job <laughs> they're getting paid for the work they do you're doing damn good ladies no don't <laughs> Y'all are busted and in jail. Congratulations.
1: Oh, you know, it would be interesting to find out if there's any, like... Well, I guess you wouldn't know if it was a female if it was unsolved, so that
0: wouldn't work. But, right. If you, know. you have been a serial killer... Yeah. We won't, <laughs> right. we won't turn you in. No. Just give us a call. Especially if there's a reward. We don't need that reward. Yeah. We won't do call it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyway... We're going to talk today about Lavinia Fisher, and one of the reasons I chose this story is because my husband and I, we um, honeymooned in Charleston, South Carolina, and they have ghost tours by Bulldog Ghost Tours, and um, I actually had a chance to talk to their manager about some of the hauntings of Lavinia Fisher in Charleston. So he kind of gave me some stories, firsthand stories, and some of the legends and stuff like that. So we're going to get into that, and it's going to be nice, spooky fun today.
0: You're saying hauntings? Like, she mm-hmm. haunts several places, apparently? or just... Well, she, they say she haunts the jail that she was at, uh, but also
1: there's been sightings of a woman in a, a pale dress in the streets and stuff like that. So um, they say she's still there, and they still see her. Like, people, there's still stories of seeing her. So can <laughs> she's
0: hung around? Women, why why women spirits? Why are y'all always in dresses? See, I feel like twenty twenty <laughs> Well, there's a reason.
1: You'll hear that. You'll hear why. But oh, also, we're in the 1800s. Because so. it's like
0: every time there's like a woman, like there's a woman, the white lady, and and the like the ball gown or whatever. They're always yeah. in dresses. But 2023 spirits and 2020 <laughs> spirits, like they're gonna be like crop tops, <laughs> and like, crop tops and workout pants. That's that's this crazy, like with a with a bun. Yes, as I have I a see bun. <laughs> Those are going to be our
1: spirits. (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely. All right, we want to get into it? Yes, ma'am. All right, let's do it. Fisher. Uh, I don't know much about her life before her crime spree, but um, she was 27 years old in 1819 when she married John Fisher.
0: That's old for back in the day. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because back you're then right. you got married at I like six and it. a half. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. So she was a spinster. Okay. Kids by 10. mm mm-hmm. Um Yeah, because 200 years ago, I mean. You were really getting time. married at 16. No, seven, you're right. 18, yeah. Eight. I mean, even younger than that, some of them.
0: Because what was the life expectancy? Like 40?
1: Uh, I don't remember. I haven't looked at it back then, but I do remember it was Didn't much shorter. I need stats. Okay. <laughs> Let's Google that shit. On. <laughs> my One of my best friends always says GTS. Google that shit. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you're right. That is kind of old. So maybe that's why she was like a bitter spinster. Who knows? Or maybe she was just so cray that nobody would marry her. before that's this my happened. theory. <laughs> um, so together they ran an inn called the Six Mile House, um, which was cleverly named after its distance from the city of Charleston. So nice. six miles outside of the city of Charleston. And I guess it was like a normal thing to name your inn in that. Like there was a four-mile house and a five-mile house just because travelers, at least that, that way they would know how far out from the city they were because there was no Google Maps back then. Hell, no was there advisor. even a single yep. map? Like, like yeah. they couldn't even – there were no print maps. So how did they – I'm That's so hey, that's kind of clever because at that.
0: first I was like, create, create <laughs> or not, but yeah, I guess that that does make sense.
1: Yeah, so it was the six mile house, um, and I guess during that time, highway robbery was like huge. Mm. It was a very big crime back then, um, and so they operated this guy's a uh, charming like B and B. So Lavinia was this pretty woman, as they always are in these stories, and um, she would charm the wealthy men. And then convince them to stay there. So she'd, you know, engage them in conversation. flirty arm touches. Yes. (laughs) Probably flash a little cleavage. I don't know. Um, And John, her husband, was, like, watching the whole time while she's, like, luring this man, seducing them in ways. And then um, once she realized that she had him locked in, um, she'd invite them in for a cup of tea. So it was Oleander tea, to be exact. Have you ever heard of Oleander? Do you know what it is? Well, I, it's a flower, right? And doesn't it kill you? Yeah, basically. Yeah. So it's a, it's a deadly tea. And once the, the the male traveler would have this tea, unknowingly that they were having this like poisonous tea, they'd get really sleepy and then she would gently lead them to their room. This gets real crazy and I just, just wait. You'll never imagine what happens here. You couldn't guess in a million years how these murders happen. And this is Does just... Does the husband have sex uh, with them? She gets them to their room. They're not dead, they're just sleepy. She, you know, gets them into their bed where they fall fast asleep. This is hospitable. Yeah, and they're just sedated, you know, heavily sedated by this oleander plant. But here's the interesting part. The Traveler falls asleep, and we already know that Lavinia and John are notorious um, as, well, They as murderers. They were actually never convicted of murder, believe it or not, but we'll get to that. Um so, the husband is not in on it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The husband oh, and the damn. wife. Yeah, okay. they're both doing this. Um, so, you know, your guess was that he... Was having his way... <laughs> he's having his way with his male station. travelers. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not correct. <laughs> oh. No. Not how they go out. Um, their chosen method of murder was insane. Oh, God.
0: Um,
1: the house... I don't know who owned the house. If they were, like, the original owners of the home. If they built the home on their own. I'm not sure how they even went through with something this elaborate, but whoever it was must have been a real handyman to pull this one off. So once the traveler's asleep, Lavinia and John would then pull a lever. They were in the room below. They would pull a lever causing the floor to open and the bed would drop through the floor and drop, like basically kind of drop and the, the, the traveler would slide out of the bed into the basement where there were these like spikes that would impale them. And what? most, most often it would kill them immediately. However, it didn't always happen that way. Sometimes they didn't die on impact. Um, so John would then take an ax and hack them to death until they, till they died.
0: Okay. I got a question. <laughs> Why didn't they not just let the oleander do its job? Wouldn't that be a less clean up? Like where do you, oh, I got so many questions. I'm I'm sure you're going to talk. me But how much fun things. would that be? But Who the hell designs this Can stuff?
1: we just take a minute to admire their dedication to their craft here? Because that is real, like, thought out and intricate. And, I mean, I'm just... I wish the house was still standing because I would love to see it's it. not? No, they knocked it down, like, before... The, I think somewhere before the 1920s, so... Spikes and all. Spikes and all,
0: yes. But, okay, so they're... I guess not... got yeah, help. Well, sir, if you are related, if anybody's related to the handyman, that like, can you imagine? Like, I'm calling. Maybe them, it was them. Maybe they did it. I don't know who. Right? Yeah. He was like, "Oh, don't! I'm, I'm here for the call about a fence. Not actually. We're not going to do a fence. <laughs> what we're gonna do is this. <laughs> don't mind the spikes. Yeah. Let's <laughs> put those there. Here, let's test it out. <laughs> it's Halloween decor, right? Just, yeah. Pay no attention.
1: And so they would just like mm-hmm. leave these men to die there, and they would rob them. So a lot of, like, her questioning and conversation with these travelers was to find out if they were, like, an ideal candidate to be, you know. And, I mean, think about it. These people in the 1800s, they're traveling what? I mean, this is a probably a stupid question but are there even cars back then are there you know oh, when was the
0: first car i i don't know google that shit. i mean even if, i would think even in back in if there were cars cars were still probably for the rich Not right everybody had a car so
1: probably more like horse and buggy i mean right. they weren't or even just on horse on uh, horseback but it was easy to to go weeks traveling before yeah. getting to your destination and then... Well, there was no Life 360 to check where your last destination was. Yeah, you're not was. calling to check in yeah. or, you know, you write a letter. It takes weeks to get to somebody. So they could be missing for months before somebody even knows. Right. And then and then you can't backtrack and figure out where they were. So, I mean, honestly, it was a good plan on their part. They're picking off these people who aren't going to be immediately missed um, or tracked
0: easily. So it's just men then, no families or yep,
1: just lone travelers wealthy men
0: wealthy men Okay, yeah, so well was so kinda... some kind
1: of something so this again going back to our female serial killers was
0: financially motivated are you going to touch on where these bodies go because I don't want to give a but I have questions like they just left them to rot yeah in the basement and no one ever was like, this, this place is kind of stinky. Legitimately one of my questions, too. But did they shower as much back then? So maybe, a rotting body. I it's know. Like, that is nasty.
1: I mean, they rigged their house to murder people. And, I mean, literally, the murder weapon was their house. So who's to say they didn't find some way to rig up the basement to be really well insulated? A lot of I, don't po- like, like yeah, I don't know. It was probably like dirt floors. Yeah, potpourri. I don't know. I don't know, because I'm with you. And like, that was a question I had: is they've got these bodies rotting, and I, I think it was over a few years that they did all of this. So I think it was 30 bodies in total um, when they finally were discovered. This but, is a cleanup
0: nightmare, because yeah. yeah, this is just a lot of. There's easier ways to do this, people.
1: But continue. So you know, obviously they're you know they're not on anybody's radar. So they're picking off these people who are not going to be missed quickly. Um, and I just keep thinking like. Could you even imagine, like, we're talking about the smell in the hotel? Like, where was uh, Travelocity, you know? Like, could you imagine what the reviews would have been like?
0: (laughs) I wouldn't have stayed. Five stars. So, I walk a park, a local park, almost every morning, and there's been a couple instances where you could tell, like, an animal had died near the trail. Oh, Yeah. And it smells so bad. And it's just a decaying animal. So I cannot imagine what a rotting, like, body and bodies. Bodies, yeah. Like, that is a pretty horrific stench to. I know. And what I think they're just going to, like, it's like, is that their compost pile or what? And they're never going to ever have to worry about it? I don't know. jeez,
1: Because I don't, I don't gather. I mean, it's not like it was a finished basement. So it's probably dirt down there. I don't know.
0: Shoes and all yeah but like would
1: would you bury them probably take i don't think the they pigs, did guys
0: let's use our brains let's yeah take, i'm see, sure yeah. somebody had pigs in this little farmy town probably so obviously they get caught eventually
1: you know like we're saying these people aren't easy to go missing so how in the world do they get caught um so are you know they're coasting along moving through life murdering all the murders and just totally undetected right living the high life wearing their clothes Oh, yeah, wearing their clothes and their jewels and their their monies. Um, so, you know, what's the number one rule when you're doing murdery things, right? Don't get cocky. Don't oh. get
0: cocky. I'm like, what's the rule? I don't know. <laughs> you you don't have, it should be the rule. Right? That's All our right. rule. Number yeah, one rule. rule. Don't yes. be cocky.
1: Because that's, like, just a precursor to getting that. caught, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. yep. Um, so now enter John Peoples. He's another traveler. He's stopping off in Charleston for the night falls prey to the magnetic charm of the one Lavinia Fisher. She eventually offers him the deadly tea per He's her like, I've routine. smelled this before. <laughs> but his spidey senses start going off and he realizes that something is off. And he doesn't like tea. You know? Same, <laughs> bro. <laughs> so when she's not looking, he dumps the tea in a plant by him <laughs> so she doesn't know he doesn't drink it. This is like straight out of a movie. Right? <laughs> um... And then, when she brings him up to his room, like, you know, the usual turn down service, he just, like, still feels, like, uneasy. Like, he just thinks I just gave them too much information. Maybe I shouldn't have shared that. What if they robbed me? And so, instead of getting into the bed, he sits down in the chair in the room. See, now here's her problem, too. Like, you should never have put another thing for him to sit in because now he has options.
0: <laughs> and, sir, so, just leave. Yeah. You, I wouldn't even go to the room. I'd be like, surely there's another in. 60 miles from here, I'll take my chances. Yeah, really. I don't know. Who knows what they
1: would have done. Jeez. Um. So he sits in this chair, and he falls asleep. But of course, you what know, the? they, okay. they go through their... <laughs> they, they weren't that intelligent back then. They didn't have true crime podcasts to listen to. <sighs> so he sits down, and they pull the lever. Could you even imagine sitting in a chair in a room, and the bed collapses into the floor, this loud noise, and you're like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> I thought he was in the chair.
1: He's in the chair, but th- she didn't know that. They didn't have cameras. Oh! <laughs> she doesn't know he's in the chair. So they pull the lever. No John Peoples. And so he freaks out, jumps up, runs out the window, and takes off running for the police. Sweet Jesus. Yes. I mean, can you even imagine? You're just sitting there, and the bed just, like, the floor just swallows the bed, and you're you're like... What the hell just happened? I don't even know that I would have the sense to like react in the moment after being woken up like that. Like I'd be in shock. I'd be like, "This has
0: to be a dream. Is this real life?" Right? Yeah. Because all the things that you that you would never expect something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's so far fetched and like almost like from a movie that we would make fun of. It's crazy.
1: It's really crazy. It's. I mean, like obviously they were intelligent enough to be like, "This is a great plan." Because honestly, in real life, this is a pretty good plan. For them. In their times... It took them a long time to get caught. And if, if Homie did drink the tea, then they would probably have gone on to murder many, many more people. I just feel like the tea was
0: sufficient enough, Lavinia.
1: I don't to know if spirit. it's... Maybe she didn't give them a level of poison? because
0: oh, I'm like, if you... But a high enough dosage should kill you.
1: But then that would take the thrill out of the murder. Oh, no, that's true. Why, why rig the house, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so he runs off and he goes straight to the police station, which the police end up at their house three days later because that's all maybe
0: yeah
1: (laughs) um i'm not sure if they were just like home or what you know like i mean what would you have done as lavinia and john fisher like uh he's just he's gone move on to the next one we
0: didn't hear a scream
1: yeah i mean did anybody take off well i guess they couldn't really take off after him because they weren't in the room with him they were in the room below him so i don't know but either way he takes off they get caught um you know they come and they, they discover all these bodies in their house. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't hard for investigators to make the case, but like I said before, they were never actually tried and convicted of murder. How? I guess because there was no proof directly tying them to the bodies or the murders, just that their house, I know. Honestly, today, there would be absolutely no way that somebody would get away with this kind of murder, so right. I have no idea. Was common sense not a thing? Because what what else do you need? I mean, truly, it's not Fine. like they had DNA
0: or fingerprints or yeah, anything they like that. own the damn house, then. they're the that's only ones that were in the inn that I know of. Like I'm just yeah. adding random facts. Um, that could not have the guy. I mean, co- they who pulled the lever? Come on now. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like that, I want that, that kind of day, This would be proof that he is the Johnny Cochran of 18. Yeah, 19. I guess so.
1: Right. So. What Okay, so, and I don't really cover much of this because I didn't dive too deep into this part, but there were two co-conspirators in this, too. What? They were eventually arrested and released on bail. I don't know that they were ever tried and convicted, but John and Lavinia definitely did their time. So, they get arrested. They find all the 30 bodies. They separate them. They 30? question them. Mm-hmm. Did you say 30? 30 bodies, yeah. said
0: dirty at first. Oh. Like,
1: what? 30 dirty bodies because <laughs> they were down in the basement. <laughs> Dang! Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know how many years this spree went on for. So, I mean, some of them were probably skeletal by the time they found them. The remains were, yeah. Uh, it's not like they did a, a different murder every day because then and it would hot. really stink. Yeah. You know? Or, it's... you know what? I wonder if maybe when they did it was, like, during the colder months and it made it, made the stench, like, covered it up a little bit more. Who knows? Although, I mean, it's Charleston. I think it went freezing. But, anyway. I digress. So, they get John in a room, and he tries to pin all the murders on Lavinia. (laughs) Real loyal husband. (laughs) Good guy. Jonathan. Yeah, right? Lavinia gets in the room, and she's like, total denial city. She does not believe that they would ever convict such a pretty woman, but of course they do. Um, They are ultimately charged with highway robbery. I guess maybe there was definitely proof that they robbed these guys. Um, And back in this day, you could hang for something like that, so makes why prove murder i don't know right um they did both plead not guilty but no one bought it so they were both sentenced to hang and were remained in the charleston jail until their execution date now the charleston jail is one of the sites that bulldog bulldog tours does the ghost tours in charleston south carolina and that's kind of what led me to this story they actually housed them in the same room so they shared a cell
0: Good, because I think that they do need to talk about this, and and (laughs) Lavinia needed the opportunity to yell at her husband for trying to throw her under the bus.
1: Yeah, and what's crazy is I don't know that she ever knew he did that. I don't know that they ever told her this because at some point they tried to escape, and they it's like a pretty low security prison. Now, I mean, it's it's not actually a prison; it's a jail. It's a city jail, and that's where they stay. And it's low security. There's not a lot of people like monitoring these prisoners, and they put these two pretty intelligent people who have already committed this like intense crime together in a room. Um, they tie together a bunch of bed linens and try to escape out the window. However, are, are you
0: sure this is not a movie? Right? No, I'm did, or sure. Did every movie from here on out takes something from <laughs> this story.
1: I know. Isn't it crazy that this was real life? Oy. I know. I guess they had nothing better to do back in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> so so they go to escape out this window John goes first I'm not sure if he went first so that he could catch her mm-hmm, yeah, or yeah. what because, but here's my theory if Lavinia knew that he was throwing her under the bus as Lavinia I would insist on going first break the rope and take off instead he escapes out the rope breaks she can't get out so he doesn't want to leave her alone probably feeling guilty for trying to turn her in goes back and turns himself in So he doesn't want to leave her in the jail by herself. So he could have gotten out, but he did not, I guess. You still
0: don't earn any brownie points with me. No,
1: no, 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 no. But that's what makes me think she didn't actually know. Because I feel like she probably would have turned on him. Right? I
0: don't know. Yeah, it's possible. He didn't, and I'm sure he wasn't like, I told them everything. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he did not fall on that sword. So at this point,
1: they decide they're going to be more high security. They're gonna pay better attention to these two. Um what's interesting when I was speaking to Andrew, the manager of Bulldog Tours, he mentioned that she was really angry at her time of her death because of things that happened in her life. And I was like, well I couldn't oh, yeah, find yeah, She much. has every
0: right to be <laughs>
1: Right. Well, so just I never really thought about it, but they were back in the eighteen hundreds. There's not a lot of female criminals, right? Um there's we not a lot of high we don't security. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Lavinia, get on the We Don't Get Caught Bus. Seriously. So, there's not a lot of female criminals getting convicted. So, this jail is low security, and what, what else are they going to do? They're not going to put her with other females. There are no other females. She's the female. So, she gets put in this cell with John, but also, apparently, legend has it, she was also roomed with other men. And who's to say what happened during that year in in prison. Oh, she
0: was there for a year.
1: Yeah, they were there for a year. Um, that way they had a chance to appeal. You know, they have to have that right. And they did appeal. Of course, they were still... Uh, they were denied. And then they were scheduled, which is interesting. It says... The article that I read said it was later that month in February, but they were, they were hung on February 18th. So they didn't have much time from the appeal to their execution. Um, so... There, I mean, there's no real record of it, but it's possible that she could have been raped, or who knows what. I mean, nobody was really paying attention; nobody cared what happened to these prisoners, and she's the only woman in there.
0: Yeah, and these men. She are probably men.
1: had a pretty horrific end. I mean, karma. Right. <laughs> but, um. So, as I mentioned, their appeal gets rejected. After this point, there's a reverend that comes in to counsel the lovebirds, and John. Accepts it freely. He's like, yeah, sure, I'll talk to you. Um, Actually even begged the priest to save his soul and save his life. Hmm. Uh, But Lavinia was like, screw that shit. I'm not doing it. I'm not talking to him. And she truly believed that she'd be pardoned. Like, up until the moment that she died, she was believing that nobody would put her to death. She was a female. Yeah, because she's a female. Um, And even to further help her point she insisted on hanging in her wedding dress because not only did she believe that they would pardon her because she was a female but who would hang a woman in her wedding dress so as i mentioned she's in a white gown as a ghost that's why and i don't know that it's necessarily white because white didn't really become a thing until the 20th century but it was probably like a pale color so yeah anyway lacy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. probably lacy so some legends suggest that she actually wore that wedding dress because she planned to be married to the devil
0: that's why her ass is haunting and not in heaven where oh yeah yeah, well also the murders they
1: They said that she was kind of like trapped between you know both lives because she wouldn't accept christ but she also was like i don't know just kind of a wonky yeah situation but um i mean 200 years she still hasn't crossed over she's Mm -hmm. she's living the life so finally it comes to the execution day and she refuses to walk down the gallows. She's like throwing her little hissy fit, has to be picked up and carried down there. And they get her up on the platform and they're like tightening her noose and getting her ready and there's a big audience, of course, and as they're they're fitting her for her noose, she yells out, if anyone has a message you want to send to hell, give it to me, I'll carry it. And then she steps off the platform. She doesn't even wait for them to like drop the bottom out. She steps off and hangs. <laughs> John, even until that day, was still begging them to save him.
0: So she went first?
1: I think so. Then. I'm not 100% sure, oh. but I think she did. Because she was like, screw Laser? this. I'm just going to go. I'm not going to let them have the last word, you know? Um, so they, they were buried in kind of like a mass unmarked grave, because that's kind of what they did with the vagrants, I guess. Um, she was only 27 when she died. But because it was unmarked and they really just didn't care about those prisoners. We don't really have an idea of exactly where she was buried. Um, but they have a suspicion of where she was buried. So there's this military college called Citadel in Charleston and they built their stadium. And while they were building, they realized there were like probably a good hundred human remains under. Yeah. Um, under, under where they were going to build the stadium. So they had to pause building on the stadium to relocate all of those human remains, which was probably one of those mass graves. And now the stadium sits atop this old, unmarked grave, which who's to say they got every single one?
0: No. Right? I was like, yeah. But they're, if they're looking for fossils, we're going to find every bone. No and joke. Excavate every piece. <laughs> human remains dead. Get the bowl over. Like, what's the thing? Like the, like, the, grabs excavator. the, the excavator. I watch Flippy. <laughs> Too much Flippy. <laughs> and just we're just gonna throw it out.
1: <laughs> so some have actually seen the figure of a woman in a pale dress um, in the windows of the jail. Some like right after she hanged, they saw a floating head in the cell window where she was, where she was held um, at night, and when I was speaking with Andrew from Bulldog Ghost Tours, he shared some first-hand experiences because, you know, they give these tours and they do have some experiences on the tours. Uh, He said one of the guides was opening the lock on her cell door one night so that he could give the tour, and he felt a hand reach out, reach, like, around from the inside of the cell door. And he, like, jumped back and screamed and was like, nope, <laughs> not today. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he said that some people just, like, felt a general uneasiness just walking into her cell or feeling a presence. Um, but the manager actually had his own run-in with Miss Lavinia Fisher. He said that one time he was giving a tour and there was a mom had brought her four-year-old daughter. I'm not going to even touch that with an nine-foot pole because Why? The four-year-old yeah, there. <laughs> I don't take my
0: kid. Well, my daughter's eighteen now, but well, I wouldn't yeah. take my kids on this. Yeah. Not a
1: four-year-old. Um, she was so. Of course, the little girl's getting spooked, right? And her mom picks her up, and she's carrying her through the tour. And when they get to Lavinia's cell, which is not a hundred percent sure that it is her cell, but that's what they believe was her cell. Um, the little girl looked over into the corner and said, "Mommy, there's a woman over there." But everybody looked, and the corner was empty. Mm. And so he said that he just kind of continued with what he was saying. And a few minutes later, she said, "Mommy." That woman is still there, and she's not very nice. So he's like, oh, okay, we're wrapping this up. Let's move along. That's the problem with you ghost tourists. That's when you stay. Well, not with a
0: four-year-old, though. No, I think not it was the all the grown-ups. Hey, yeah, you get out. a drone
1: risk. <laughs> I know, right? This girl is like, where is she now? I know, right? But, you know, kids are so sensitive yes. to that stuff, too. Because yeah, they a haven't closed more. it off yet. Pets and, yeah.
0: and kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, but, I mean, how creepy. I hope that little girl didn't. I hope oh, you know she remembers it.
0: No, I don't think, cause especially when, um, I mean, cause she's obviously staying at this place for a reason. She's yeah. tied, which always, you know, we hear about these stories where, you know, spirits are in entities are haunting places that really were not, you know, like that wasn't home. Right. That wasn't a good, so why do they choose to go back to, uh, you almost makes you wonder like, is it, is it a residual? Like, yeah, it's Yeah. So no, no one ever sees John though. It's just her. Just her. Just yeah. Her.
1: Yeah. But he, he apparently through this reverend that came to see them accepted Christ in like, whatever in his last few days. I don't know. I think it was maybe an act of desperation. I don't. I don't know if I really I buy knows. that he accepted yeah, Christ. But, um, but Lavinia like refused all of it, and she was basically like worshiping the devil at the end. She said, "I'll carry your message to, to hell with me." So.
0: Yeah, then you need to be careful because it makes you wonder if that if that energy becomes, goes from typical haunting to almost demonic. Yeah, but no one's ever been hurt or anything on the tours. It's just more sightings. Yeah,
1: just more sightings. And honestly. I mean, I was pregnant when we went on our tour, and so one of the reasons that I chose not to do the jail tour, because I was like, I don't want to, I don't know what kind of demonic stuff could be there, and I What's have an unborn child, Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it, that's what I mean. These are bad people that were there. They right. weren't there because they were nice. So um, I know my husband was a little bit booty hurt about it, but I was like, I'm not going to subject Are newborn to bad spirits, just in case, you know. No, thank you. So we wanted a different ghost tour, and they did talk about her a little bit there. Um, But they, I think, the legend is that because she was so angry that she never got that pardon and she never was found innocent, and that they really did convict her and put her to death, that her anger is carried over all these
0: years. Justified, totally justified anger. That's a woman who doesn't let go of a grudge. I'm gonna get a shirt made right? <laughs> oh, God. Lavinia's innocent. Yeah. <laughs> well, then maybe she'll cross over. Maybe that's all she needs. One what person. A, to get. Yeah, right? She just needs one person to light the candle. Oh, man. <laughs> so a lot
1: of what I shared was legend, and there's a bunch of different stories, because you think about it back in the 1800s, there really was no record keeping, so a lot of what it is is, like, passed down like a game of telephone. So we're kind of going on not really factual documents or anything like that. We're just going on the stories that have been passed down um, but eventually, like I mentioned, her house was torn down back in the 1920s, I think. Um, and at that time there was a uh, Charleston museum who displayed a skull and labeled it Lavinia Fisher's skull. How do they know? This is what, uh, Andrew was telling me. He's like, yeah, they, there's no way they could have known. He's like, because nobody even knew where she was buried. So how would they have known that that was her? But he's like, I don't think they would have gotten away with it. Today, doing something like that, right? Back in the 1920s, they're you know, they're like, whatever, here's a random skull,
0: we're gonna just, just... but where did that skull come from, right? (laughs) Whose skull really was it? If my skull ends up somewhere, you bastards are everybody will pay, okay? I'm not,
1: but what I mean, what it that probably wasn't Lavinia. So no, whose skull was of it, it was. and how did yeah. they get that skull? That'd
0: be my luck. Would I would be that skull, right? You'd be the random. <laughs> and people like, oh, she didn't take very good care of her teeth. <laughs> my
1: bad. Oh man. So as I mentioned, my husband and I went on one of these tours when we were in Charleston, um, beautiful city, and they were really, really gracious to talk to me and give me a little bit of this. Um, I didn't know, but the jail has actually been shut down for the past two years because the company that owns the building shut it down to do some structural structural repairs and um, some restoration to the building. So it hasn't been open for tours in a couple of years. It just so happens, um, but they are slotted to reopen it prior to Halloween. And by the time this episode airs, it should be back on. So if you're out in the Charleston area, and you want to go on a cool ghost tour, um, I bet Lavinia is just chomping at the bit to haunt because she's been left alone for the past two years. So um, get your butt out there and check them out. They really do a good job. Um, We'll put some information about them in the show
0: notes. But um, You should have some extra activity, too, because they usually don't like their environment to be... disturbed. Disturbed. Yeah. So usually work and things like that on these places stirs up a lot more
1: activity too. Yeah. And I I don't know. I'm sure that she's not the only one to haunt. It's just that when I looked it up I was like this would be fun. I wonder what else was going on in that jail that we could talk about in true crime. And that's one of Lavinia Fisher. She's apparently like the most infamous Mm -hmm. one that haunts that jail. But I imagine there are some other hardened criminals that are probably wandering the halls Mm -hmm. lurking around there. For sure. So um, you know. If i ever get a chance to go back out to charleston i know we'd like to we definitely will go on another one of those tours it was fun to get out there but there's a lot of haunted stuff out there too oh there's, yeah um, there was a navy ship that we toured i can't remember uss something i i don't have it written down i'm sorry but we actually toured that during the day but apparently that's another one of the ghost tours that they tour that ship um and there was just a walking tour that we went on around charleston And um, a couple different places. They do other stuff, too, but, um, you know, the ghost tours are kind of what piqued our interest. So, Um, yeah, that's it. That's Lavinia Fisher. Um, And I I just was blown away at the intricate way that they killed people in this, especially back then,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, I guess, because would women and would families ever stay at this inn? Not that we know of.
1: I don't know. And they sure. just
0: targeted the men, or yeah. they only allowed men to stay They probably there.
1: noticed that the men had some some indicators of wealth, would be my,
0: my oh, expectation. I
1: because, I mean, they went on for, for years doing this, so it was probably like, oh, this would be a good target for us. Let's talk to them. Let's find out what their lifestyle is. And then if they're a good target, give them the tea, and
0: They had, like, the secret them. signal. Yeah, against against <laughs> like, they gave each other. Tug the ear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it, but you think about it, 30 is a lot. That's a lot. Because it's not like, you know, today where you have a Hilton and you see hundreds of people go through this. Right. There's probably know, like 10 rooms there. Right. And it, like you said, the way that they had to travel and the, the links that they had to go to travel, 30 people is a lot. They probably had, what, one, two, three people come a month? Probably. Maybe? Yeah.
1: And, and it was...
0: Well, Charleston. Well, I mean, I guess it's more of a bigger... Was it as big in... I mean, in, in the 1800s was Charleston, like, a big... I mean, enough for it to, I guess, have the six-mile, five-mile, whatever, yeah.
1: you know, labels for being outside the city. So, it must have been something. Um, they had, I want to say Civil War stuff, because we went to one of the forts out there, and I'm, yes. all, I'm pretty sure it was... For sure. Um, civil War mm-hmm. related. So, um, I mean been there for a while, and it's been a pretty decent hub
0: for a while, too, Especially because it's right on the coast. So, I mean, I would guess. That whole, the whole East Coast, really and truly. uh uh-huh. If you, if you really love the Civil War, I love, I think the Civil War is the most boring. My husband loves studying the Civil War. I just think it's a very boring, I'm more world history. But, um... I'm <laughs> more murder history. Murder history, yeah. Paranormal history. <laughs> but I'm like, rather. but yes, I mean, it's all... It's the whole, I mean, it's, you've got not just these type of hauntings, but I mean, the, yeah, the soldiers and I mean, the war was brutal. I don't think they do a ghost tour of the fort, maybe because
1: they have to get out there by water because it's like an island. Oh, Um, do you know it's haunted? I bet it is, but I don't remember seeing anything on their website about that. So there's probably a reason. Right. Maybe it's too historical. I don't know. But um, yeah, because you have to like take a ferry out there to get out to oh the I see so that's yeah, probably logistically
0: yeah.
1: probably be difficult to do but yes very crazy story of Lavinia Fisher the first supposedly the first American
0: female serial killer jeez yes. the help of a man typical men always getting us in trouble <laughs> I know right <laughs> oh
1: man anyway so that's what we've got for today and I think next week we're going to be talking about
0: what, what do you have for us I'm going to tell you all the true story of the movie Poltergeist. What?
1: Uh, yep. Should I get my holy water right now?
0: <laughs> Can you get it ready? <laughs> it's not as bad. You know, I, I dove into it and I thought it was going to be awesome. but, um, And I will say this, this is going to be um, a really unpopular opinion. Maybe, maybe not. I didn't like the new movie. I watched it last oh, weekend. I, it. I can't and, watch uh, it. You'd be yeah. fine. It is done. I'd be fine. <laughs> Gosh, you know. Oh yeah, Caitlin always tells me, I because Halloween's approaching and we want to. We always do these movie nights with our right. girlfriends. And Caitlin's like, I can't <laughs> watch it. She picks Practical Magic as the scary. That's the scariest <laughs> I didn't level. Say it was scary, but I'm like. Oh, Caitlin, movie. we have a murder podcast, yes, which cracks different. me up. Like Caitlyn says, like, no, I can talk about all the hacking I and can. the slashing and the yeah, but not the paranormal stuff. It just cracks me. And up. it's
1: like the fake stuff. Like I can't watch Saw. Like it's the it's stuff like yeah. that that I and I used to be so into them when I was younger, but I can't watch them now. I think it was from being like in my single life and like watching a scary movie and having to go home by myself was like. That kind of just did it for me, where I was like, no, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of things I dive into, and, and paranormal, and this is my jam. Like, yeah. I love paranormal stuff, but I don't mess with demonic. I will, I will yeah. not. I've seen The Exorcist as a child, but I've never as played child, with the weed, as a child. I was five.
1: <laughs> Three and, and I, a half,
0: my mom was got smoking got the and we were watching. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I will not. Like, there's a new one coming out. Yeah. And my daughter's like, I want to see it but i i really struggle with that line i mean yeah. i'm sure the lords like tammy <laughs> ghosts are just as bad like don't yeah. Be, but yeah i don't know if i'll watch the new i don't like demonic right type stuff um but yeah i'll watch a good you know haunting or something or you know serial killer show
1: yeah see that doesn't bother me The real life stuff doesn't bother me. I know it's weird, but I know, I know that there are a million other moms, and maybe we don't have that many listeners, but maybe five (laughs) other moms that listen to us that will agree with me that they could do the whole, like, murder podcast, but then they're like, no, I don't want to do Poltergeist. Yeah. (laughs) Hit me up. Let me know.
0: You're on my side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And you better listen to my damn episode, too. (laughs) It's not as bad. I thought it was going to be crazy scary, because the movie is wild, but it's an interesting story. This is not super scary, but...
1: Well, definitely join us next week on Moms Who Talk Crime. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, at Moms Who Talk Crime. And if you have a story or some feedback or anything, you can email us at Moms Who Talk Crime at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave us a rating and review. If it's a good one, otherwise, please move on. Thank you very much. <laughs> have a good day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.